Welcome to yet another episode of Navigate, where we explore the journey of personal and professional transition seasons. And I'm your host, Tim Austin, and today our topic is forging a path to resilience. In our current world, the need for resilience is greater than ever before. And resilience, the ability to bounce back from difficulty, is a skill that can transform individuals, leaders, and organizations. But the path to resilience isn't always easy to navigate, especially when faced with resistance, both internal and external resistance. Resilience requires openness to change, but we don't change well on our own. And we may even resist change, digging in our heels and grasping for old certainties that don't exist any longer in the middle of transition or on the other side of a transition. The road to resistance keeps us stuck, but forging a path of resilience can set us free. So what does this path look like? Let's explore the path of resilience, its key components, and how we can embark on this transformative journey with Christ our Lord at the helm. Let's start with the first crucial element of the path to resilience, disruption. Now, I know that word doesn't always bring up warm, fuzzy feelings, um, but disruption is very real in our lives, and it can come in a lot of different forms, obstacles, detours, um, you name it, disruptions are a part of life. But in seasons of transition, we often find ourselves stuck in familiar patterns of thinking and doing that are getting us nowhere. And we need disruption. We need voices on the outside to disrupt our thinking by reflecting our thoughts back to us, challenging us to consider why we think and perceive things the way we do. I think of Jonah, uh, who was having his pity party when God met him there and disrupted his thinking. And I think of Balaam's donkey, who God spoke through the donkey to Balaam while he was set on forging his own path rather than obeying God. Uh, I think of God confronting Saul on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9. There's many scriptural examples to God coming with disruption into our lives. Uh, So the question is, are you welcoming disruption in this season of your life or are you resisting it? And I would say that God disrupting us in these ways, those scriptural scriptural examples that I gave, are not the norm. He usually uh, more often will wants to partner with us and have us be active participants in the ways we welcome and receive disruption. Now, I my wife knows I'm pretty darn ticklish, and she'll take advantage of that at times. And it doesn't take much uh, effort on her part to make me squirm. But even as a ticklish individual, I can't tickle myself. Leadership coach Marsha Reynolds states, for the same reason we can't tickle ourselves, our brains resist self-imposed testing of thoughts and reactions. So the catalyst for transformation requires engaging a process of disruption from the inside. So how do we open ourselves up to disruption? We can start by inviting outside disruptors into our lives who bring the gift of presence, active listening, and powerful questioning. And when we have the courage to invite disruption, the stories we tell ourselves, our personal narratives, can change. In the process, we begin to learn and grow outside our perceived limits, moving all the while toward greater resilience. So who or what 
might be the disruptors in your life. And notice I say not only who, not only people in our lives, but also things. Uh, I think of Scripture. Scripture can be a great disruptor in my life, a good disruptor. It'll stop me in my tracks at times as, re- as I'm reading God's Word and disrupting, disrupt me and cause me to think and to reflect and change uh, maybe uh, a thought or a way I was thinking or perceiving something. So who are those disruptors? Think of people you can trust, who have a track record of dependability, who speak honestly into your life. I consider my wife, I consider my coach, uh, and a couple trusted close friends, and even a community of coaches and consultants that I'm a part of in this circle of people who are my disruptors. So as we walk further down the path to resilience, we move on to the second piece here, and that's reflection and learning. Embracing disruption opens the door to reflection and learning. Imagine inviting disruptors into your life, people who offer the gift of presence, active listening, and powerful questioning as you engage the process, your personal narrative, the story we tell ourselves, can change. And what's your personal narrative during this transition season? Is it one of resistance or openness? Is it leading you toward resilience or keeping you stuck? Remember, these narratives impact not only you, but also your relationships and your organization's culture. As we allow more space and time to reflect and process the change or the transition we're navigating, we can begin to see the situation from a new perspective. We can start to ask ourselves questions like, what is this change trying to teach me? What am I learning about myself? What are my strengths and my weaknesses in this situation? What resources do I have available to me? So first, we invite disruption, even when it feels uncomfortable. Then we lean into a process of reflection and learning. And finally, on the path of resilience comes action. Disruption, reflection, and learning provides the clarity and momentum needed for positive, spirit-led action. This doesn't mean we have to have all the answers to act. It just means we need to start moving forward. And we can start by setting small goals and taking small steps. And as we take action, we build our confidence and move toward greater resilience. Consider these focus areas as you slow down and move toward greater resilience. Revisiting personal and organizational core values. What would that look like? Soaking in God's word regularly. Renewing our minds. What would that look like in this season? Sorting and sifting ideas and options by engaging in a season of discernment, prayerful discernment. Or confronting identity issues and aligning what I do with who I am. What about learning new strategies for consistently showing up and taking action? How about recognizing and removing obstacles to growth and development? What about focus and self-discipline, leading ourselves with greater intentionality? And finally, what about prioritizing what matters most and creating strategies to achieve desired outcomes? That's a lot there. So here's some questions for you to ponder. Which of these focus areas could take on a community, 
or organizational approach? And which ones are more personal and reflective for you? Who could you invite on your journey toward greater agility in these focus areas? Perhaps a coach, a counselor, a spiritual director, a mentor, a trusted friend. Maybe just inviting God can be a great first step in the process of navigating a difficult time of change. This is the path of resilience, disruption, reflection, learning, and action. Finally, what path are you on right now? Is it the path of resilience or are you finding yourself resisting the process? And if resistance is holding you back, remember that there are options and support available to help you embrace resilience. You don't have to go through this journey alone. And that brings us to the end of today's episode where we've explored a path to resilience. And I hope you found valuable insights and inspiration to navigate this path in your own life and leadership. And if you're looking for guidance or simply want to have a conversation about your journey to resilience, reach out to me at EncompassLifeCoaching.com. You can schedule a discovery call on my website or send an email to me at Tim at EncompassLifeCoaching.com. I'd love to join you on the path of resilience. If you're looking to build your resilience, I encourage you to start by inviting that disruption into your life. Find someone who can challenge you, help you see things from a new perspective. Then take some time to reflect and learn. What are you learning about yourself and the situation? What resources do you have available to you? And finally, take action. Start small and build your confidence as you go. The path to resilience is not always easy, but it's always worth it. Thanks for tuning in to Navigate. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, stay resilient, my friends. I'll catch you next time.